Um, that's always a good thing when I was listening back. <laughs> no one I... said anything. I was expecting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just let us start with go. Um, this is You Cheeky Pitch. We're back after a, probably a month-long hiatus. I would say about a month, yeah. We have to come yeah. up with new ideas. Yeah, well, you know, me and Riley, we're, we're famous. Oh, I'm Riley, makers. by the way. You are Riley. I am Kyle. <laughs> we almost got there. We almost nailed the intros for all three, but... Here we are in our third podcast tonight, and I'm a bit tired. I'm a bit tired, but I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so this is You Cheeky Pitch, the podcast where Riley and I pitch movies at each other and call each other bitches. Oh, no. I oh, no okay. <laughs> I didn't know where to go that part. <laughs> <laughs> that's the grading skill. You either go, mm, or you go, you bitch. <laughs> and that's the grading skill for a pitch. Um, I will kick off. You have one pitch, right? I have one pitch, and it's actually going to be good practice for me, because I'm going to be doing this pitch... Uh, in two days in my film class, I'm going to be pitching this movie. Alrighty, so it's going to be a, a Riley pitch sandwich. I'll pitch, and you can go, and then I'll finish up with another pitch. <laughs> oh, I almost got a spit sandwich! <laughs> a you cheeky pitch sandwich. Alrighty, so uh, my first pitch is going to be uh, from... Both of mine are based off of comics. Oh, um, nice. My first one is going to be from the uh, Bucky Barnes' The Winter Soldier run. Okay. Um, where he is the man on the wall. Now, for let me give some backstory on this run. Because I have no idea what's going on. So, it's it's Marvel, so it's ballsed up. But the story is great. The pre the run up to it is insane, but the actual story is amazing. Right. So the run up to it. So there's the thing where the Watcher was dead, but it turns out that there was this person called the Man on the Wall who would, you know, fight off. Because if you think about it, there'd probably be a lot of aliens trying to kill Earth. So there's this person called the Man on the Wall who would fight off those aliens. For a long time, it was Nick Fury. Old white man Nick Fury. But once the Watcher died, somebody needed to become the Watcher. So who did they pick? The guy with only one eye. They picked Nick Fury. So somebody else had to become the Man on the Wall. And so Bucky Barnes becomes the Man on the Wall. So the idea of this role is you basically go out into space, you spot a problem, you go, that guy's going to be a problem, possibly a problem for Earth, and you kill them. Okay. And so it's basically intergalactic assassin. Okay. And it's amazing. So it's Bucky Barnes traveling through space with J- Daisy Johnson. I don't know if you know who that is. No. Her, she's the character of Quake. She's Nick Fury. She used to be Nick Fury's like secret weapon. Okay. So she has the power to just summon earthquakes wherever. Okay. Right. Like at one point, like the Wolverine got mad at Nick Fury. He was like going to kill him, and so she just set off like a. 7.8 earthquake in the center of his brain and was like well we're gonna put him down for a couple hours okay <laughs> um and so him and her go through space fighting off these intergalactic threats and there was one run and it's a bit insane and i know you have to change some of it for a movie but there's a run where he goes and he meets because earlier on in bucky Barnes storyline he was dating black widow okay and she gets her mind wiped but only of him she remembers everything else except for him okay and that's supposed to be like the big come up. It's because it's from a villain from Bucky Barnes' past. And he's like, I'm going to give you the biggest fuck you of all. Okay. She, the thing that you love isn't going to remember you. Okay. The person you love. The thing that you love most, her, mm-hmm. she won't remember you. Okay. And he's like, fuck. Uh, and so he goes out in space and he finds this new alien princess. And their world is all peaceful. Because if anybody acts up, they kill him. Okay. <laughs> and here comes this guy who's like, yeah, she came from that other earth. Because somebody was getting killed, and I came to save you guys. So I killed him. They're like, that's great, but now we have to kill you since you killed somebody. And the princess is like, no, wait, I really like this guy. Okay. And so who has to come in and fuck this up? 
but a 80-year-old alternate dimension Loki. And he comes in, and he's like, I'm going to fuck up your life. Because you don't understand, but you fuck up my life in the future. So he's like, so I'm going to come back in time, and I'm going to ruin this for you. Okay. And so what he does is he brings... There's an alternate universe. Again, a lot of this is going to have to get changed for a movie, and I will change it. Okay. I'll explain how to change it. I'm going to just give him the comic basis. Um, I'm going to bring this alternate universe Crossbones. You know who Crossbones is? Yes. Who just became the ultimate killing machine and killed every superhuman on his planet and supervillain because one time in an accidental fight with Crossbones... No, I think it, no, no. I mean with Bucky Barnes, but I think it turns out that like he is some alternate reality version of Bucky Barnes. Like okay. it's something weird like that. Okay. But he's like, look, he's like, I'm gonna bring in this guy and he's gonna fuck your shit up. Okay. And how he's gonna do it is he's gonna kill your princess. Oh, okay. And so, it's and who comes but future Bucky, and he's like, and he comes and he's like, listen, I realize that somebody's fucking with the the space time continuum. I'm gonna help you out. So you have a young Bucky and an old Bucky. Fighting a juiced up super soldier crossbones and an eighty year old Loki, which sounds insane in an alien planet because sounds, it is. That sounds batshit crazy. It's great, and the visuals, by the way, are. I don't rec- I recommend this comic because the visuals are fucking phenomenal. Okay. Um, it's like almost drawn in like that Sandman style. I don't know if you ever read yes, Sandman. Yes, I've comics never read it, but I know what you're talking about. It's like that. Okay. Um, it's really good, but uh, and so they team up, and so they. You know, fight and all this stuff. And so, I'm like, I'll spoil the ending when I give my pitch. No. So, I would have it so that he he is just man on the wall. Okay. This is his role. And maybe he's just doing it. I, you know what? Cut Daisy Johnson. I think she's an amazing character, but she's not necessary to the story. Okay, fair enough. Um, you send him to this, and you have and you have this happen. And you still have the same run-up. He's killed somebody who's on this planet, and the princess is like, I like you. Okay, yeah. And then shows up, and let's say there's a massive... Um, in his dreams, he's getting these visions from this, like, unseen force. And he's, like, that's threatening him. And he's, okay. like, waking up and he's, like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I'm just going to keep on going about my day. Okay. That makes, okay and he's sort of that. getting, like, they're, like, the aliens are, like, hey, how are you? And he's, like, having this, so he's, like, I could get used to this, but I know really my my responsibility is somewhere else. But he's, yeah. like, you know what, maybe I'll take a couple of days here and sort of live it up. I, I really, I have strong feelings for this princess woman. She seems to have strong feelings for me. And then you have it so that one day, you know, he wakes up and they're like, somebody's killing people in this you know, faraway village. And they have a drone that pans over and there's just a juiced up crossbones. Okay. Like the size of the rock, just <laughs> murdering them and brutally okay. murdering. And he's like, okay. I know this guy. I didn't know he was like this. And he gets a vision and, it, you know, he's like, this person's like, I told you I'd fuck things up for you. Okay. And now I'm going to. Because okay. these people don't have any weapons. This guy is going to beat you, and you're going to watch these people that you care about die. Okay. So he gets there, and along, let's say, he's all, I picture him like on like a speeder bike from Star Wars. Okay. And he's like going out there, cool, like duster cloak on, but he got the robot arm out on one hand. He's got the mask from the Winter Soldier and the okay. goggles. Okay. And it's sort of like a Western now. And all I was right. like, I'm going to go and chase down this guy. This crossbones. Okay. And eventually he's doing this. He's going from town to town sort of looking for crossbones because he's knowing. He's finding either a village where they're like, yeah, we got no idea, or a village where they're murdered. Okay. And he can't seem to piece together a pattern. He goes into one, and he finds this old man. And the guy's like, I told you. 
Okay. And he's like, wait a minute. He pulls off this cloak. It's just an old man with an old gray beard. And he's a human, though. It's not like these blue aliens. Okay. The aliens are blue. And um, he's like, I told you. I've been giving you these warnings. And I want you to know that this is because of you. Not you now, but you in the future. Okay. You bring this on yourself. Okay. And then he reveals himself to be Loki. And, you know, Winter Soldier pins him down with the metal arm. You know, bends him over the table and all that sort of stuff. Puts, like, a, a space gun to his head. Because all, all weapons in this space guns. Okay, okay. Like, Destiny's sort of style guns. Okay. And he's like, Loki's like, listen, you can kill me. I don't really give a shit. I, there's nothing that you can take from me that I would care about. You can kill me now. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just came here to tell you that this is what's going to happen. And you've brought this on yourself. And so he's like, yeah. he lets him go. And Loki's like, hmm, I didn't expect that. And uh, he sort of let, like lets him go, and he's like, I just have to find this crossbones. Chases him around, and he meets up crossbones, and crossbones just thrashes him. Okay. Just beats him down, okay. beats him to a pulp, blows up, and he thinks he's got the jump on him because he break, blows up crossbones, you know, spaceship. Okay. Crossbones is like, you fucking idiot. I, we, you and I have done this. I'm, I'm also from the future. And you and I have done this before. And I knew that's what you were going to do. I know what you're going to do before okay. you do it. Okay. I He's like, do you think that I would have put my spaceship in a position where you could have blown it up? Do you think I would have sat out here waiting for you? I Do you think I was killing all these people just on my own when I've been hired to kill this princess? I know what you're going to do. You fucking idiot. Okay. And he just beats him up. And he's like, thanks for the, thanks for the bike. And he drives off without it. And now Bucky Barnes is just in the middle of a space desert. Fucked up, his arm's sort of malfunctioning, and he's like, oh shit, I've done this. And then, here comes this old person, and another old duster cloak, and he comes up and he's like, let me help you. And stretches out a robot arm, say, yeah. and it's Bucky Barnes from the future. Okay. And he's like, I'm, I'm gonna help you, because this means something to me. Okay. He's like, he's like, I'm from a version, so almost sort of like Days of Future Past. This yeah. doesn't become an effect... Until he goes back to his own time. Okay. But I know what if what he does happens, this is going to ruin our lives together. So he does all of this. Okay. He helps repair him, and they're you know working their way back, survival, and they're talking. You know, because you have younger Bucky Barnes talking, older Bucky Barnes is like, and of course you would be. He's a normal person. He's like, so in the future, and in the older Bucky Barnes is like, I know you're curious. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you anything. And he's like asking him all the stuff. He's like, "Can you tell me if I where I end up in my life?" And he's like, "I can't, I can't tell you this because it will ruin or make things better for us. <laughs> so I can't tell you." And he's like, "It will change what's happened. What happens needs to happen." So it gets back. You have an amazing fight with Crossbones, and they kill Crossbones in front of the princess, in front of the whole society, and you know it's a brutal. Like, like boxing in the 1810s. <laughs> He's just pinned him down, beating him with the robot arm. Okay. And then the winter, the older Winter Soldier stops him. He's like, don't. And he blows his brains out. And he's like, there we go. I'll do it. You don't have to do that. Okay. That happens. And the older Loki comes up. And he's like, well, that fucked up, didn't it? He's like, you've really fucked everything for me. And he's like, and that was one of my last chances. He's like, I'll be back. I don't know when and I don't know how, but I hope I'm back. And he leaves. Okay. And so Bucky Barnes, you know, he's like, fuck, that's, you know, that's happening. And the princess is sort of like, I don't know how I feel about you anymore. And he's like, that's fair enough. You are a peaceful society and I am a murderer. And to be honest, 
I've left my job of being a murderer because <laughs> I like being peaceful with you all. But that's what I need to be. I need to go out there and be a murderer. Okay. And so he leaves the plan. And he's like, maybe someday you and I will get back together. But for right now, we're just two different people. Okay. Two different ways of life. We leave. Okay. And he you know, says goodbye to the old Bucky. And the old Bucky leaves. We see two different endings mm-hmm. playing out at the same time. You see the current Bucky and the future Bucky. And the current Bucky's, you know, going off, you know, tracking down another person. He's got to hunt and kill by himself, incredibly alone. Mm-hmm. And then you see future Bucky. And he's with the princess, who's now the queen. Okay. And they have children. Okay. So it's a happy story. Okay. Happy ending down the road. But it's a shit ending currently. Okay. I see. I see. All right. I can see that actually working. Yeah. I, I keep Sebastian Stan. Uh... If I could cast anybody, I would have cast Josh Boland as the older. <laughs> Just because now I've seen him as Cable, and that is that is the look I'd have for the older. May, uh, maybe a little bit less grizzled. Okay. But still, you know, he's, he'd just... That'd be like that sort of hairstyle, that sort of arm okay. as Bucky. Yeah. Uh, I'd have Jessica Chastain play the Alien Queen. Okay. Because okay. she was supposed to in Dark Phoenix, the new one, and they're not going to have her really play it, but I thought she was amazing casting for that, so that's what I'd have. Okay. And I'd have, uh, I don't know if I'd have Frank Grillo continue to play Crossbones. I'd have John Hamm do it. John Hamm. John Hamm be Crossbones. Okay. All right, I can and see I'd, that. And I'd also have, uh, like, Baby Driver John Hamm. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. And then I'd have to play old older Loki. I would have said Christopher Lee, but no. I'm not going to, you can't have him. Can't have Christopher Lee. Just H-up, H-up. Just H-up Tom Hiddleston. Just H-up Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Alright, that's pretty good. I, I, it, I think it could work. It, it, it doesn't rely too much on comic knowledge, so it's pretty good in that way. I could see that. I could see that it's one. got a lot of sci-fi and time yeah, travel, yeah. but it's just... And the only comic book aspects are the characters of Loki and Winter Soldier and all that. And I bet you could even change the character of Loki to somebody else to just have it. Yeah. And all of them. Yeah. But it's, I think it still works with them, yeah. Loki and Crossbow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Sounds like a good comic, too. Alright, so I guess we'll do my pitch now. Mine is a lot shorter. Mine's just a short movie pitch. And I, like I said, I'll be giving this pitch in a couple days. Uh, I, I'll just, I'll do, uh, I'll, I'm not going to do the official pitch. I'm just going to do kind of like a play-by-play for you. I'm going to like read out the, the plot as it go. Alright, so. Quick cuts. It opens with a lot of quick cuts. Very purple lighting with like maybe some blue and red thrown in. Of, You've already won me over. Of, a, of like a party, right? Of a party. So it'll be quick cuts. It'll kind of be, it'll be... It'll be pretty comedic in the shots. Like, it'll be some crazy shit. Like, I was picturing uh, purple lights of people, like, drinking, drinking, and then you cut over to a guy with, like, a flask, like, this big, like, like a... Like a oh, I could, you know, he got that at Spencer's, didn't he? I have that. I have that flask. <laughs> no, I don't have it, but someone actually has it in my room. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> we have a... We have a so anyway, we cut all these quick cuts to the party and also cut to silence from the music and just, like, to the guy on, like... Bent, like like knocked out on the ground eyes just wide open and then there'll be sounds of like explosions explosion like boom 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 and then it'll just cut to reveal that it's just just light knocking just just knocking on the door but it, and then it cuts back to his perspective and it's just like cannons going off and he'll get up and kind of like it'll be very hazily shot and he'll like stumble and turn on the lights and right as he like clicks the light switch well i'm gonna get like a really really powerful light and turn it on super bright so we'll just hit him and it'll look like the fucking sun just exploded and he'll turn that off and it'll turn the light off whatever so you it's clearly just showing like how fucked up he is he's All gonna right. go to the door and he's gonna open up and there's gonna be a girl right there and she's like hey what's up and he's like 
what do you want? And he's gonna be like, she's gonna be like, it's, it's, it's 12, it's 12 o'clock. He's like, what? He's like, it's 12 o'clock, we're going to lunch. He's like, yeah, give me, give me, give me. So he closes the door, and we have a montage of him just getting, fucking throwing clothes on. He's getting all his shit together. He runs to the door, he's about to open, he turns around, runs back, goes vomits in the toilet, and then he runs back over to her. Um, so they get in the car, and they're going to lunch. And uh, she's kind of just, like, asking him, like, like, I'm really glad you decided to come with me. Like, uh, I know you seemed a little drunk last night, but, like, I'm just glad you're coming along. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's great, great. And, and like, it kind of shows a couple flashbacks to him talking to her last night. They get to the restaurant, they're sitting down, and she's like, I'll oh, sit next to me, sit next to me. He's like, all right, whatever, I'll sit next to you. And they're like a booth or whatever. And she goes, all right, are you ready for them to come? Are you ready for them to come? And he's like, what do you mean? What do you mean they're coming? He's like, you don't remember? And she says, you, we, we talked about this last night. You agreed to pretend to be my boyfriend so I can try to convince my parents I'm not a lesbian. Remember? All right, so they're going to be here in like five minutes. So we got we to gotta, we gotta <laughs> do this right now. Gonna we got to go right now. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, I did not remember any of that. So her parents come in and they're they're like really happy she has a boyfriend because like they they, they she's never had a boyfriend before she's kind of like a tomboy because she is a lesbian but they, they she's trying to convince them now that she's not because she they're they're kind of like really conservative they're not like so gotcha. so she's talking to them and they're having their like dinner or whatever and they kind of start arguing a little bit they start arguing back and forth and it kind of gets getting heated and this whole time our protagonist our hero is kind of just sitting there like eating like like agreeing with her kind of like doing like that mashed like, potatoes are great aren't they yeah yeah but like they're, he's kind of just sitting there. They're arguing. It's increasing, increasing. All of a sudden, the girl just goes, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know what? I'm, top, I'm sick of pretending about this. This is my boyfriend. I'm a lesbian. You guys have to accept it or whatever. And the guy just, <laughs> just throws up all over the table. And then, in a moment that I find hilariously awkward, he will. he's in the back corner of the booth, and everyone will be silent. We'll just cut to all of their faces, and he's just going to, get out and try to like squeeze by her <laughs> and then we'll leave the restaurant and then the last shot will just be him running and it'll be like a it'll be in front of him following him back as he's just running away from the restaurant and then we'll have the credits rolled out on the side and that's my short movie <laughs> i really like that that's really good i think it's pretty good i don't think i'll actually make it i think i'm just gonna pitch it because it's a lot of effort but uh one day you will have to make that, that i, I really enjoy that good. it's a pretty good story right it's it's easy it's kind of light it's funny it's 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 kind of awkward at times, and I think I think I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's my pitch. I don't know what it's called. Um, uh, the lunch. I don't know. That's kind of boring, but sure, why not? Why not? Okay. Uh, all right. So the other half, the bottom bun, the, the bottom, worst bun, the bottom bun, or the better this, bun, the bottom bun of, of this cheeky pitch sandwich, <laughs> is uh, a Moon Knight movie. Of course. Now I have talked about how I enjoy one run of Moon Knight, I but have, I need to finish. I have heard Kyle go on and on about this Moon Knight. For about a year now, probably. About a year now. Probably, yeah. yeah it's pretty great. about a year now. I gotta go back and pick it up, because I gotta finish that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. What's happening? Oh, okay. Uh, my, one of my Audacity files popped up in front of it, and I was like, I've stopped recording, but I have not. Okay, we're good. <laughs> keeping that in. By the way, I got so panicked there. I was, I was, like, um, you just lo- I was like, that was a lot of stuff we just did. <laughs> I didn't lose it. I still have it. Right, we're good. So... Uh, Moon Knight. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up from this run because I think you can do something interesting with it. Okay. So it opens, and it, by the way, this movie's gonna be really fucking trippy. Well, I mean that's good. Opens, and in this mental hospital. Ah. And you have this guy, Mark Spexer, who's like, you know, during the day he's sort of like clock, uh, not Clockwork Orange, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You start off. I I picture this movie almost shot in like an Edgar Wright style. So. Starts, he wakes up, 
He leaves the cell. He eats the pills. He sits in front of a TV and watches something. He talks to somebody next to him. They totally ignore him. He eats a food. Mm-hmm. He goes back to his room. He goes to bed. Okay. And that happens like three or four times. Okay. Yeah. To get a sense of like this is what Just routine, this is what his life is. Repetitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And this is what he has always felt like his life is. Okay. And then one night he gets visited by a dead Egyptian god with a bird head. Nice. Named Kanonshu. Nice. In a white suit. Excellent. And it's like the skeleton. He's just like it's sort of like BoJack Horseman style. Like he's wearing a, a human outfit, but it's just a skeleton bone skull, bird skull. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What?" And the guy is super vul- the the god is super vulgar. He's oh, like, okay. "What the fuck are you doing in here, Mark?" <laughs> like, we you know what you need to be doing. Come on, let's go. Okay. I mean, you you need to break out now. Come on, let's go. And Mark's like, "I this is this has always been my life." And the god's like, "Are, are you do you really think that?" Have you always been a 32-year-old white male locked in a mental hospital, taking pills every day, and talking to people who fucking ignore you? Is that really what you think your existence is? And Mark's like, well, that's all I can remember. He goes, yeah, that's because you keep fucking taking these pills. Stop (laughs) taking the pills. Okay. And get the fuck out of here. So the next day, he does the old fake out. He puts underneath the tongue. He doesn't swallow him. And, uh... fake he starts to notice like weird things about the secu- the security there and the nurses. Like for a while in his mind, they were just walking people to the rooms and that was it. But then now he starts seeing they're walking people into the rooms and every now and again they just beat the shit out of them. Okay. And he's like, "Is anybody else? Anybody else seeing that?" And like he's, but he realizes like if he does anything, if he acts out, they're gonna realize they're he hasn't taken thing. his pills. Yes. So he's just looking around at everybody like. It's sort of a comedy action thriller. Like he's like sort of like looking around like, is anybody else gonna acknowledge this <laughs> okay. or is this just gonna be me? Okay. And nobody else acknowledges it. And so then that happens and he goes to bed that night and the guy's like the go the guy comes back, he's like, Asshole, we had this conversation last night. I'm gonna say it again, but you're really fucking pissing me off here. Get the fuck out of here. We have shit we need to do. And so he, the next day, he's in line getting his food, and he bumps into this old guy. I forget what the character's name is. Uh, give me a second. Cut this or don't cut this, Kyle. It's up to you. Up to uh, you. Let me look at this. Uh, Moon Knight. I, I can picture him. He's got a cowboy hat and long white hair. Um, that sounds insane, doesn't it? I'm on the Marvel wiki. Um... Oh, god damn, what the fuck was his name? Oh, this is going to really fucking annoy me. Uh, affiliates. 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 Uh. Oh, somebody's having a great time in the other room. Okay, well, you know what? We'll say I'm going to change it. Well, he bumps into this guy who's wearing a cowboy hat and all this stuff. Okay. I don't, I can't remember the character's name. And he just, like, remembers him. He's like, hey, dude, what, what the fuck? Uh, you know, oh, here it is, here it is. Uh, what is it, Frenchie? I know Frenchie's the character that I'm looking for. Okay, no, let's make it, but it's gonna be this French guy named Frenchie. Okay. And he's like, hey, Frenchie, what the fuck up? Uh, what the fuck are you doing here? Okay. And he's like, he's like, who the fuck is Frenchie? And he's just like, uh, you're Frenchie. You used to be my pilot, remember? He's like, pilot and what? And Moon Knight's like, I don't remember, but all I know is you used to be my pilot. Okay, okay. And he's like, I get flashes, and he like, you get flashes of Frenchie in the pilot's outfit, flying like a helicopter. You're like, but there's nothing else around that. Okay. 
And it's like, you need to, he's like, we need to get out of here. And Frederick's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here. There's nothing outside of here. We, we can't get out of here. Okay. And he's like, uh, stop taking the pills. I need you to stop taking the pills. Just here's, here's how you fake it out. Stop taking the pills. Stop taking the pills. So they stop taking the pills. The pair of them stop. And so then that night, Mark's like, you know what? I know Frenchy stopped taking his pills. I'm going to break him out. We're breaking out tonight. So he was just like, he uh, starts banging on the door to get the guards. He's like, I'm going to get the guards to come in. I'm going to beat the shit out of the guards. Mm-hmm. I'll take their key. And then we're going to get out. Very like classic breakout method. Yes. He comes in and the guards start beating the shit out of him. But he's also like just muscle memory beating the shit out of them. Oh, okay. All right. So, and then at one point he grabs the sheet and he wraps it around his head. Okay. And they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And he like rips holes in it. There's a panel in the comic and he's made the Moon Knight mask (laughs) with his own blood as the moon and the moon and eye holes. And he's like, I know who I am now. I'm Moon Knight. And you have the God pop up behind him. Like, so, so you have the doorway, you have the two guards in front of it standing in between them. And then behind them, on the other side of the door, you see the god, Kanonshu, and he's like, yeah, asshole, I've been saying this. Come on, let's go. Let's finish these guys off. So he beats the shit out of them. Okay. He breaks out Frenchie. And then a group of uh, Anubis uh, security guards, like security guards then start morphing into like Anubis. Okay, like with the jackal. And so they start chasing, yeah, jackal. Okay. And they start chasing him down. And they catch him. And they like time to a bed they leave the mask on and they're like okay if this is how it's going to be we didn't want to have to do this but we're soldiers of set this we didn't want to have to do this but if you're gonna be an asshole we're gonna have to really fucking break you down okay we want you to work for set okay he's like he's like i don't know what the fuck is going on i just know i have to be out of here and i know i'm moon knight and he's just is like sort of and so they bring in this woman marlene Mm -hmm. and so marlene is his love interest. As Susie Caesar, it's very cliche. Susie Caesar, he's like, oh, I remember I'm in love with you and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And she still does not remember him. Well, okay. Okay. And so all of this is happening. And so he, he's like, and she leaves it. He's like, they're like, all right, we're going to really break you down. And they leave him, her in the room with him strapped to the bed. Mm-hmm. And it's just him pleading with her to unlock him from the thing. Okay. He's like, please let me go. And she's like, I don't even know you. I know you're in here. And you look like a fucking lunatic right okay, now. Okay, yeah. And he's like, listen, I know how I look. Looks insane. With the mask on. With the mask and the bloodied shirt. And he's bloodied. He's got these bloody knuckles. And he's like, I know. And he's like, they told me that uh, you believe in this guy. He's like, I do. And I am Moon Knight. And they're like, Moon Knight isn't real. He's like, I know. But it is. I need you to break me out of here. And so he finally says all these you know, things like, oh, remember this time, this, all this, this. I know this about you, and I know this about you, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I know that you know you have a freckle on your left butt cheek. I don't really know. <laughs> okay, but that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, and so she's like, I don't know what's happening here. But for some reason, I have this inkling to trust you. Okay. So she unlocks him. And they come in. They're like, all right, what the fuck? Now we're just going to start killing motherfuckers. And so they he beats the shit out of them, and he kills them. And he gets Frenchy out. Frenchy's like, hey, Mark, what's up? And he's like... I'm not Mark right now. I'm Moon Knight. You can either refer to me as Moon Knight or Mr. Knight. We're getting the fuck out of here. So they stop by like a place where they keep like all like your clothes that you come in when you come in. Okay. Like the clothes you're wearing when you come yeah, in. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So he puts on a white suit, a Moon Knight mask. Frenchie puts on aviator gear and takes out like a revolver. <laughs> Marlene's got a sniper rifle. Okay. And he's like... We're getting the fuck out of here now. All right. So they pop open the sewer grate. This is all in the comic run. I'm adapting this comic run. 
And this is what leads to the final fight. Pops open the grate to go down to the sewers. And the sewers are filled with sand and these, you know, Egyptian demons. And so they're fighting their way through this. And can, and it gets to the end. And it's like this. They break out of the subway system. And there's this massive pyramid in the middle of New York. And they're like, all right. For real now. What the fuck is going on? And he's like, well, we got to get to the top. Obviously, guys. Come on. We know what we're doing here. And they're like, do we? And he's like, yeah, of course we got to get to the top. This is, it's just not obvious to everybody else. We have to get to the top of that pyramid. And so they get to the top of the pyramid. And they're set. And there's Kenonshu. And he's like, and by the way, New York's just flooded with sand and Egyptian demons okay, and all this. Okay. And he, Frenchie and Marlene are like, what the fuck is happening? And Moon Knight's like, guys, this is, this is so clear. Let's, we got to beat Set. Come on, we got to beat Set. Let's, let's beat Set. They've got Kenonshu tied up in a chain over there. We got to beat Set. Okay. So he beats Set. And Kenonshu's like, thank you. I needed you to do that. He was the king of the underworld. And that's a lot of uh, property that I'd like to own. So thanks for being his ass. I'll be taking that over. And I'll bring you with me so you can be my warden down there. And he's like, no, I don't I don't want to die. He's like, no, no, Mark, you don't get what I'm saying. You're going to come with me. He's like, no, but I don't, I don't want to. He's like, Mark, for the love of God, shut the fuck up and just come with. And Mark Spector's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this. And Kenosha's like, you're really going to make me do this to you. You're really gonna make me do this to you, and so what he's like whips out this like Egyptian staff. He was like, "This is what runs the underworld," and I didn't want to have to make you my own mindless zombie. But I mean, if you're gonna be an asshole, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> they fight, and Mark gets the staff away and stabs Kenonshu. I don't. Now this part is completely on me. Up until this pyramid part, it was all in the comics. But I stopped reading after that part. So I, put, <laughs> I pieced together this final fight on my own. Okay. Stabs Kenonshi, but I do know how the run sort of ends. Stabs Kenonshi with it. He's like, I'm going to fucking do this. Slams it in him. Big, bright purple light explodes. Okay. Close up on Moon Knight's eyes as it's ripping through, and the mask is ripping around his eyes okay. to show his face. Okay. Flare goes away, and then we come back, and it's Mark Spector in a bed. He's waking up. His alarm's going off. And here's Mar- Marlene's like... Mark, for real, you got to get up. You got to get going now. You know, the, the the company needs you. And it turns out, you know, because in the comics, he used to own this, like, big... Not, not like a big company, but a tech company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's like, shit, I got to get going. But he's, like, sort of panicked. Okay. Like, he remembers it all. And he's, like, looks out the window, and it's just New York, and it's fine. Almost like that scene in Captain America, the first Avenger, where they have him in that sort of area where it's, like... This is the 1940s, and uh, we're playing this. Yeah, yeah. So, But it, it sort of feels like that. Like, he's, like, looking around, and he's like, this feels off. Okay. And all this is happening, and he's like, do you... He goes to Marlene, he's like, do you not remember the hospital and all this stuff? And she's like, I don't... Hospital? What the hell are you talking about? Okay. And he's like, I guess... I guess it was just a bad dream. And he goes back into his bedroom, and there's just a box. An old Egyptian wooden box. <laughs> and he opens it up, and there's... A Moon Knight, the Moon Knight suit, not maybe, you know, we'll make it the suit, suit. Okay, like legit The uh, tuxedo. Suit. I was going to say the tuxedo suit. And he's got the mask, and it's got a note with the moon symbol on it. And he opens it up, and it said, says something to the effect of, like, I'm going to, by the way, I love the idea of a vulgar Egyptian god. And it's just, just like, all right, asshole, you really fucked shit up, and you've knocked us back to square one. 
but I need you and you need me to get what we both want done. So let's get back to work. All and right. then just has a big K. And that's the end of the movie. Okay. All right. I, that I can see. That feels like a... Uh, that feels like a Marvel movie. It feels like a Marvel movie. It does. It feel, it feel, but I like it because it's vulgar and it's really out there and trippy a bit. It, it, feels, it feels like a... Um, it feels like it feels like a, a Marvel uh, opening, like like a, a Marvel uh, introduction. It, it's like a Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. That's what I had in mind pitching it, who, uh, but a brutal R-rated Egyptian version of it. Wh- who did this comic? Oh, like if I would, if I was right trying to find it, where would, how would I find it? Because it sounds interesting. It sounds like a really good comic. If you pitched would... it accurately, that is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I mean, fairly accurate. I can't remember some of the characters, and I've changed the pitch a bit. But, yeah, it's pretty close to it. Uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. I know I have it on my phone somewhere. Or at least I think I do. Is it, the Moon, is the... it Moon Knight Lunatic? Oh, uh, maybe. Moon Knight Volume 1 Lunatic. As I'll look it up right now. When he wakes up in an insane asylum. That sounds, yep, yeah, that's, that, it. that's it. Yes. Maybe you can have that as the subtitle, Moon Knight Lunatic. Oh uh, yeah, that I, I'm gonna check that out because that so it's it's their new one that came out in yeah December thirteenth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, and it's only there's only seventeen issues of that run. Wow, I'm gonna have to go back and read that run. Only yeah, it's a really good issues. one. And if you look at issue number seven, there's just a werewolf on it. So I don't know what's happening there, but I like it. I, there, or, there's volumes of it. This is uh, wait. If you look at issue ten, that is the cover of that is the demon, the god I was thinking of, of Kenosha. Moon Knight issue 10. Alright, alright, I'm definitely gonna check that out. That sounds good. I would watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read that run. I gotta go back and buy those. See if I can find them in comic book store. Uh yeah, but that is those are my two pitches of insane superhero movies. I don't think I have any other pitches. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm just gonna leave mine with that uh with that. Well that would be a short. weird that'd be a weird sandwich if you had bun, burger, bun, burger. burger. It would you be weird. Fig- you're putting your fingers in a big old patty it's on the top. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is you cheeky pitch for this week and hopefully we will do it next week I will brainstorm I'm probably just going to adapt a lot of comic books oh, I, I can't do that but I'll try my best to come up with something else I'm going to just maybe. pick really obscure runs of comic maybe books and try to pitch them well, maybe I don't know we'll see alright <laughs> uh, you can follow me on twitter at kylatj1031 you can follow Riley on at twitter you can follow Riley on twitter at <laughs> And, and epics with epics with x yes. oh, wait oh, it's been a while two epi- two hours of podcasting <laughs> um uh listen to our other podcasts real to real r-e-e-l to r-e-a-l and uh the flipbook podcast uh tell a friend subscribe like uh do all that fun stuff and we're yeah, we're out. yeah we're out yeah we're out yeah we're out yeah we're out yeah we're out